You're listening to the Bored to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Winter Winterville, whatever your chosen winter solstice holiday of choice may be. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast. I am Jay. You've got the most famous one, though. Merry fucking Christmas. Oh, and also happy Festivus for yes. the rest of us. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Holy so. shit, where's the town on that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am, of course, Jay Winger, being joined by... Zeke! Chris. And th- as if the intro weren't enough to clue you in, we're doing a special Christmas episode slash winter holiday episode. Taking it back to our very first binge cast, which was for the Netflix series The Big Show Show. Which is now unfortunately canceled. After only one season. Um, if only they evolved in laugh tracks. Yep. Uh, but, as it happens, before they packed up shop, they did a Christmas episode. So, we're about to watch that. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been a, it's been an interesting year. God, yes. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is, you know, while we're calling this a Christmas episode, it's pro- it, this will be released as you've We'll have found out by now on around New Year's, so it's also sort of our Europe year-round uh, year-end wrap-up thing. It's been an interesting year. Technology issues, the Te- plague, technology tech issues. Yeah, uh, 2020 has been literally the worst year ever uh, for so many people. Uh, fortunately, for most for most of us here at the Benchcast, we've been doing okay. Uh, Chris has. Bit has continued to be employed through, throughout the whole thing. There yes, was went, yes, there I were went. there were a few points where you were not working and going a bit stir crazy. You know, I, I, me, I, was like, I was working like two or three shifts a week for like not. I was working maybe like twenty one hours a week, mm-hmm. and then suddenly out of nowhere, I was working like mad crazy overtime. And uh, I think that's when everybody sort of realized, hey, we can actually order order this stuff to go. <laughs> Curbside, gotta <laughs> love it. And uh, Sam was like, how the hell did you go from no hours to too many hours? I was like, pure dumb luck, because that's just how it is for me. Because you're good at what you do, and so they were like, let's keep this guy around while we lay everybody else off. Essentially. Isn't that suck being number one? Huh? Doesn't that suck being number one? Yes, and now all I can hear now in the back in my head is that goddamn song from Lazy Town. Thank you very much. <laughs> we are number one. We are number one. And Zeke, you've been continued to be employed throughout all this, although you have, I'm sure, a few choice words to say about your employers, which we are not going to get into on this. All I gotta say, if you walk in a retail place, please be kind. Yes, we, we've been through we've been through a lot, and don't take your mask off and wave it around like a flag. Please, thank you. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna call retail workers essential essential personnel, treat them with fucking respect. Especially at this time of year. Yes, especially especially during the holiday season. So the moral of the binge cast this time is treat your cooks nicely and treat your retail. Oh no, no, nicely well, well, well treat, always <laughs> treat your restaurant people nicely. We work hard and always leave a tip. Yes, you, this should this should be the case. Throughout the year, for every for everyone, but especially this time of year, don't mess with your cooks because they're the ones who handle your food. There, now, we one, remember waiting. There, well, there's, <laughs> yes, I, I want to say the line, but I want to wait till we actually do the binge 
before the movie waiting because I want to do like a binge where we all watch something that pertains. I know to exactly what we're gonna do. A th- we're gonna do like th- three separate ones. We're gonna do waiting. We're gonna do um, employee of the month. I'll go with uh, for my old my old thing superstore. Um, well, I'm talking movies rather than uh, rather movies. than than yeah. shows. So uh, waiting, employee of the month, I which is know. retail and office space. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I prove it. And you know, so look forward to that in 2021. Um, but yeah, so I was the one person in the house who wasn't uh, teleworking or otherwise still employed for like three for like three months. You got paid to stay home. But, yeah, that's the nice thing. I was still getting paid for it. I recognize that I am fortunate in that, uh, but it gave me the time to start up the binge cast, something for which I am still happy. I am still happy about, and we've. Managed to keep it working even after I started started going back to the office. Yes, and now I'm doing like two to three recordings a day now. Yeah, all, uh, all of my days off. That's what I've been doing on my days yeah, off. Yeah, we're sure I could be playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now, but I'm doing this instead. Yeah, um, yeah, we're all uh, still managing to keep this going. We've got further plans and stuff. The list of stuff we're going to binge is, <laughs> just we, continues to grow. We haven't even touched anything on the actual list. It's more like here's the list. All right, cool. We're gonna do this instead. Mm. I mean, basically, yeah. I mean, you know, fortunately, the little short casts that Zeke and I recorded, you know, the the rap cast we did for Bafuri and the Gilded Guide stuff, and Has Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss. Yes, we will we will catch up on Hell of a Boss. We we are aware that they started actually making more episodes of that. Um, we will touch on that. I think probably after eight episode eight goes up, if they have that many. Maybe we'll do one after. Where it says mid season finale, expect yeah. There, there, there we go. There we go. We're mid mid season or just season finale. Yes. Then then we'll then we'll record a little rap cast for it. Um, but yeah, twenty twenty has been a rough year for a lot of for a lot of folks. Uh, but it gave us the binge cast, so we just kept our sanity mm-hmm. until we got to Gundam. <laughs> and I had nightmares of Gundams before. <laughs> yeah, Gundam went on went on for way too long. But we so. can't wait to dive back in there, so we're going to get that back in next 2021. 2021, we will uh, tackle 8th MS Team, which I know you're happy about, Zeke, and I know that Chris has been looking forward to getting back into I, Gundam. I just see... Because he, he is the Gundam I, fan. I, I, ha- I have another one coming in the mail. Yeah, but. that's what we hear now. I got another DVD coming. Like, oh, which one is it this time? It's Gundam! <laughs> yeah, and it's like 20 series later. <laughs> But uh, so, but Big Show Show uh, Christmas Special. Um, not sure where this is going. We're not sure sure where this is going to go. Uh, we know that this time at least the audio is going to be better. I, I said I said one. that the one thing I want to see in this is that he has to dress up in the Santa Claus outfit that he wore in Jingle All the Way. Or at the very least, they show it off. Like yeah, like he pulls it out of the closet. It's like he shows it to his wife. It's like you remember this? She's like. Why do you still have that? <laughs> it's only it's only a half hour episode, so it's it's going to be a very very short binge. But you know, I the, mean, our intro is almost seven minutes. We can make it last. Yeah, we can make it last. <laughs> you know, we'll probably have other stuff to talk oh, about. Oh yeah, uh, you know, in the uh, conclu- in the discussion. But that can, we'll wrap up this intro. So we'll see you after the binge. While the binge is happening, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a like and subscribe and spread the word. You can reach us on social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio podcast family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. 
please consider supporting CKCC Radio on Patreon. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. A fun little, uh, fun little uh, episode there. You know, typical Christmas s- sitcom. It makes me sad. Plot. Because it's the end of the big show. But it ended on a good note. It did. It It really did. Well, it's a Christmas episode. You don't really want to have it end on a sad note. Well, it had a happier ending than what Firefly did. (sighs) Yeah. Well, uh, now, with Firefly, are you talking the show? Or are you talking when the whole thing was over after the movie? The show. Yeah. Um, That was Christmas, too. Was it? You know, that was a planet full of snow. I remember it being a lot of snow. No, I, you, that was the bounty. It was the bounty hunter. The episode. bounty hunter episode is, was the la, was the last of the Firefly stuff. There was the episode with where they got one of their old war buddies in the mail, which did have a frozen planet yes. in it. So that's probably what you're thinking. Probably. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, typical sort of uh, Christmas sitcom stuff. Uh, Big Show wants to try to win the neighborhood. Award for Christmas decorations with all the lights and everything. Which honestly reminds me of some of the Christmas. I can't remember if it was all of them, but I remember like a couple of the Christmas episodes of Home Improvement were like that, where he was competing oh, yeah. with the neighbor across the street, Howard Johnson. <laughs> yes, and he got. I his, remember. <laughs> he got his father-in-law's help because he told him the guy was in the Navy, and he goes, "Oh, we got to take this guy down." Yeah, because his dad was former Army. Or for, father-in-law, father-in-law was former, yeah. former army, right? So he gets his assistance in it. So yeah, it it definitely reminded me of that. Oh yeah, um, but at the very begin at the very beginning, Big Show falls off the roof, roof breaks his leg, and hot dog war. I was honestly, <laughs> I, I was kind of hoping that they would do it like Married with Children style, where you would actually see him falling and hitting the ground. <laughs> I, don't know if that would be very wise. Big Show is, well, as I commented as, after the episode, it's like, there's a reason you don't go up to the top rope, Big Show. <laughs> it does not end well. Well, I mean, they could, um, they could easily just make a big-ass dummy like what they did. With it would have to be a very big dummy, and that thing would probably leave a crater in the ground when you threw it off the frickin' roof. Depends on what you stuff it with. Yes, well, I mean, any sort of, eh, it doesn't matter. Uh... And so he spends the rest of the ep- the rest of the episode essentially sat on the couch with his leg propped up in a cast. Oh, and he had a butt cast. <laughs> they, kept going, <laughs> they kept coming back to butt cast and the fact that his youngest daughter JJ just continues to find the word butt cast funny. I still say JJ is one of my favorite people. In the she whole she show. is she, she is, is a very fun, very fun character. Steals it every time. She is a combination of in, of innocent and uh, megalomaniacal. It's like if Steve Urkel wanted to take over the world. No, it's like if Calvin were a girl. Oh yeah, true. Calvin and Hobbes, one of the greatest comics comic strips of all time. Don't at me. <laughs> um, but she, but then like JJ comes to her sisters and is basically like, "I found out where Dad's hiding the presents. You wanna, you wanna take a peek?" And she talks them into it. They go, and then it turns into a scavenger hunt, going around the house finding more finding clues and stuff. And it, it was a really good scavenger hunt, too. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, two or three spots. No, it was, like, the whole house. Yeah. And, you know, they have to, like, team up. Like, one of them holds J.J. up to get pull an elf decoration down because the, the clue is, like, tied to his leg or 
leg or something. They had to. There was a whole bunch of stuff involved, so they. The only thing that got me with the scavenger hunt is how can this big show sneakily put notes on these things? Oh, easy. He does it when they're all asleep. <laughs> and he got his wife to help out. That makes that, sense. That, that is literally, you know, I've, I had the same thought. It's like, you managed to come, to put all this stuff up while you're sat on the couch, really can't walk? No, no, he got his, he got, he got his wife to help out. But, or he did it beforehand. Yeah, that, that's also a possibility. Um, but the, the B plot of the episode is with Big Show sat on the couch, he can't be Santa Claus and the, like, Santa's work, Santa's uh, chair, you know, uh, thing like the go meet Santa at the mall. It's essentially the same setting, but minus the mall. Minus the mall. It's just like it's a neighborhood thing that he that he does apparently, and so his wife basically says, "I'll just be Mrs. Claus," (coughs) and she tries to do a Mrs. Claus voice, and every single time she tries to do it, it's in a different accent. And then she just straightens out with one like Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, no, like the first one, first one she did, it ended up being like German, and she said I was going for North Polish. And the second was Mrs. Doubtfire, remember? And then there was Mrs. Doubtfire, and then she went for Mary Poppins, but ended ended up on Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. Uh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> come on, that Cockney accent. Yes, yes <laughs> it's just saw. a bad Cockney accent. Um, she tried to go for like Southern charm. She tried to go for like. Well, Mrs. Doubtfire was, I think, her trying to be like Queen Elizabeth, and yeah, she ended on ended on Mrs. Doubtfire, um, and well, the power of the chair get, gets to her when she meets with the kids. Oh yeah, where she's just like, oh yeah, I love the power that this gives me, and um, trying to she put has, smiles on faces. Yeah, she starts doing. She goes full Oprah and just starts going, "You get a puppy, you get a puppy, you all get puppies." And, you know, and first, it's like, well, when they, they first sit with her on the chair and she's like, what do you want for Christmas? The first girl's like, I want a Barbie. And she's like, oh, come on, you can do better. Think bigger. Okay, gymnastics Barbie. <laughs> and, yeah, and then just sort of snowballs from there. She keeps encouraging them to ask for bigger things. And suddenly it's like kids want trips to Mars or I want to be, I want Amazon. I want to be the CEO of Amazon. <laughs> one, kid, one kid wanted Garfield. Yep, she, he wanted a real-life Garfield. And then, the, like, a couple of the neighborhood mothers basically are just like, you need to walk this back. You need to basically now ruin their Christmas by telling them they're not getting these things. Zeke, you have something to add. I recognize the girl out there where she's from. Oh, yeah, there was one of the girls. Uh, the the uh, short girl with poofy hair. Yeah. Well, she is from one of the TV shows I watch with Nathan Fillion called The Wookiee. Ah, okay. She is the daughter of the cop who who is the boss of Nathan Fillion's character. Okay. Yeah. So he's the police chief. No, there's a so it's police chief, uh, actual police officer, police officer in training. Okay. okay. Yeah. So he's like the captain for his station, sort of thing. No, it was the police. It was the police, actual police officer in training. So Nathan Fillion's police officer in training. The police officer who's watching over the Wookiees, that's who she was. Okay, that's what I was going for. Yeah, like Captain, even if that may not be his rank. Anyway, anyway. Um, so, yeah, you did recognize her. Um, and, you know, it gets, it gets a... They, there is a, a bit of conflict that gets introduced into the A-plot when 
uh, like JJ goes off to uh, grab a pair of reading glasses that she stole from their grandfather um, to read to read some uh, clue that had really small font on it, and the other two sisters make some comment about you know how they they, they were enjoying the day, but it's like they weren't expecting it because JJ's usually into dumb kid stuff. Yeah, and poor, that's poor the JJ. part that she overhears rather than the whole thing, and yeah. They have to go make it up to they. They do come come around to tell her, you know, we didn't mean what we said. You know, we were, we're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. We did really enjoy enjoy doing all this. Now, come on, there's one more clue left, uh, and we need somebody who can climb through climb through a vent. I just want to see. It. I wish you come back for one more episode. I want to see JJ do Mission Impossible. Dun dun from the elephant. Dun dun dun. No dun, no, dun, no, no, no. They need to be on vacation in Washington D.C. for that. Yeah, go to the yes. spy, go to the spy museum. There you go. Except, come on, let's face it. This is JJ we're talking about. She wouldn't be the spy. She'd be the one the spies were trying to get information on. This is true. Because <laughs> she, because she, she is basically a Bond villain in training. Oh god! Um, like twenty years down the line, she probably will be in a Bond film. Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. Make her the evil person with the cat. Don't make her the Bond girl. Make no, no, her no, no. She'll, she'll be, she'll be the evil Bond girl. Like. Like oh Zen- yeah! Like, like, like Zenny on a top, and and Golden Eye. Yes, and she'll be the femme fatale. So we ha- like there was one thing that we or just like the evil hacker. That's there, <laughs> there was one joke that we accidentally skipped over. Uh, it was when he fell off the roof, and he was he when he just goes, "Oh no!" And everybody's like, "Oh, what happened?" And he goes, "The neighbors have a real God, baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a real baby in their nativity scene." How yeah. long will it take us to make a baby? Um, how long will it take us to get one of those? Nine months? Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Um, but, yeah, everything sort of ends up uh, getting better in the end. The whole trip through the vents for J.J. was literally just something that the that the sisters came up with to cheer wish, her back up. Although I wish that they had actually found some way to like actually film her in the vents. That probably would have been a bit too, too expensive for a Netflix for a Netflix show. Well, they're probably like, well, we have the sets. We can do one episode. We got a couple of days left to do it. Go forth and make an episode. <clears throat> I think they probably only had enough money left to do this episode, and they literally just reused most of the sets they already had, plus they basically just borrowed a bunch of stuff from the sam- from the mall setup <laughs> and just stuck it in a room and was like, boom, here we go. This <laughs> They looked um, at the props department and said, what can we use? Yeah, we'll have some of that and some of that and some of that. And, and Big Show shows up with the Santa Claus outfit from Jingle All the Way. Yeah. What's with the sleeves back on. Yeah. Um, yeah, as soon as as soon as soon uh, his wife saw saw the, she's like, what is your Santa suit doing out? And you, yeah, Chris immediately looked over at me with a grin on his face. Because <laughs> it was it was that suit, wasn't it? it <laughs> Basically. Have, I, I don't know if it was the original suit, because I know there's a, because I know that, when he did that role in Jingle All the Way, that was his old. I think it was his old WCW days. <laughs> so that's when he was. Yeah, I think giant. it was. Yeah. So he was a lot lighter back then. Like, come on, Goldberg, man, that's a jackhammer, and that was when he weighed like 450 pounds. It was also when Goldberg was basically just threw himself at you like full force and just cut you in half. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I saw a gif of Goldberg from WCW recently. Where he short arm clotheslined a guy, and I'm, I, my response to it was literally just, "Did I just witness a goddamn murder?" <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, um, yeah, 
you guys but, talk. But, but yeah, like, because I remember the scene in Jingle All the Way when he showed up, and he was literally the biggest Santa Claus in that whole movie, and then they had the midget. Uh, and uh, he had pretty muscular arms. Yeah. If I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've seen. The God movie. damn! I'm showing I'm showing them the gif that, that I was just talking about right now. It yeah. seriously looks like he freaking kills the guy, doesn't it? I mean, it's Goldberg. This is true. Yeah, shame we don't have that Goldberg anymore. Now we have gets concussed forty seconds into a match, Goldberg. And Bret Hart's just sort of like karma. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a. Fun little episode. Um, by the end of the well, when the girls find their find their gifts, uh, there's like tickets to a hockey game for the eldest daughter, who is the big hockey player. Uh, the nerdy sister gets like a gets like an atlas or something. I forget what she said. It was she had, had a like, big book of knowledge. Is what she had? Yeah, <laughs> big book of knowledge kind of thing. And they look to JJ and they're like, "Where's where's your gift?" And she's like, "I already got mine." <laughs> I want this. I, I, t- I told Dad I wanted to spend more time with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn it. Yeah, we're just like, like it's sappy, but goddamn, it, it, just puts, it just puts was, a smile on your face. And then she goes, "I got a hoverboard coming in, coming in the mail." <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there was um, when the the whole family's you know gathered in the in the main room uh, later. The girls all wearing matching pajamas, <laughs> and uh, they they do like the. Everybody opens one gift on Christmas Eve tradition that a lot of families I know do participate in. The girls have essentially sort of already gotten theirs. Big Show gets a T-shirt from his wife that just says Mrs. Claus's husband. And he's just no like, way, now my family. Yeah. We, 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 if you look at the size of the shirt, there's no way in hell. It's like him. that is a shirt that will fit me. No, no, for him, it's a bib. That's yeah. a bib. Yeah. Well, he, he made a comment. It's like, I'm going to have to cut the sleeves off that. I'm like, you are going to cut just basically the whole sides off of that. It's just going to literally just drape over your neck. <laughs> and even with head. Yeah. Um, and he gets a, and he hands his wife a steel chair with a bow on it. And she's like, it's a chair. I guess they were out of all the, the earrings that I sent you the link for. And he basically said, this is a stand-in for the chair I'm going to get you for next year when Santa and Mrs. Claus team up. So that's a promise from Netflix. They're going to do this one more year. They're going to do it again. They're going to dust everything off and make a new Christmas special next year. Yeah. All right, Netflix, you heard it. That's what that's what Zeke wants. That's what Zeke wants for Christmas next year. Oh, yeah. It's another Big Show show Christmas special. Oh, my God. Make it happen. Actually, you know Give us a Halloween special, too. Ooh, yes. Because <laughs> that was a comment that he made in, in the opening to the episode. It's just like, after Halloween, Christmas is all I think about. <laughs> My brain just went in somewhere dark, but kind of cool. The Make-A-Wish Foundation. Imagine if some kid actually made the wish, and they pour that out going, Wow, little Jimmy wants another episode of the Big Show show <laughs> little Christmas. Jimmy. <laughs> so why, 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 do, why do you want to kill little Jimmy? Our truth is now going to be so mad at you. So he got kicked in the way. He'd be fine. So, so is this going to be like that episode of uh, Family Guy where Chris faked dying so he could get his favorite show back on the air? <laughs> yes. And, oh. then, and then I think it was, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Peter was like, oh, I healed him. And then suddenly it starts raining frogs in the front yard. And uh, he's like, what the hell's going on? And Brian starts smacking him in the face going, God is pissed. <laughs> See, that's the, that's the dark side of the Make-A-Wish Foundation that they don't tell you about. If the kid makes a recovery, they have to they have to walk it back. That's when the Take-A-Wish Foundation gets involved. God damn. Oh. <laughs> yes, God damn. There, there's the dark side. For oh, yeah. We also, we also got to uh, mention when 
Big Show actually did show up dressed as Santa in this. Yes. Because uh, uh, I was wondering how... He basically, he, yeah, well... Well, I was wondering what they were going to do, because he's wearing a cast that is essentially going up from his, like, waist all the way down to his left leg. All the mm-hmm. way... All the way down his left leg, yeah. And so I was like, are they going to cover it, like, just put the pants on and then maybe paint the, bo- the foot black? No, they painted the foot black and then the, everything else was red, mm-hmm. but his other leg had, like, the pants on with the actual boot. Yeah, they and literally he, probably just cut a leg off his uh, off his Christmas uh, mis- of his Santa pants, and like you would probably do in that sort of scenario. And he just you know wheelchaired his, which was a really big, strong wheelchair, by the way. Yep. Well, and you know he wheelchaired his ass on in, going ho ho ho, or trying to do one of his one of those stupid uh, Big Show Santa catchphrases that the was like it was like jokes. Yes, it was like ho ho yo or. Ho ho slow mo. <laughs> Chris is over here just shaking his head. That's part of the reason why I stopped watching sitcoms. Yeah. Well, you know, they they aim for the lowest the lowest common denominator for these. Hello, I'm the lowest common denominator in the womb and now. No man. I will say denominator. I will say is the reason. We were just making fun of his of his speech impediment. That's not nice. We shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't and, make it. It's okay. I understand. I speak a little funny, but <laughs> Well maybe we can just do the little Nicky rock because he had a speech impediment too, but he said that was because his brother hit him in the face with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Zeke. I got hit in the face with a shovel. And now you're like doing like what's his name in the twenty one jump street sequel. It's like my name's Jeff. <laughs> I've never seen that. I only I've only known it from the trailer, but it still makes me crack up every time I see it. Oh my, my name, God. Jeff. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and the so yeah, Big Show gets a T-shirt. His uh, wife gets a symbolic chair, and the the others, the older sisters, give JJ a calendar with all the Tuesdays marked off. And she, she and flips out. She's going, Taco Tuesdays on? What's going on? No, she's like, Tuesdays canceled? Does, do tacos know? <laughs> she is flipping out, man. And they basically explain this. So sort of like, every week we are, you know, going to set Tuesday aside for sister time together. So it's like, you know, it's nice, sappy, happy Christmas, happy ending kind of thing. Yeah. No, no. The sappy, happy Christmas ending okay. was, this has never snowed in Tampa since 1970. 1977. Yay for 70 knowledges. Yeah. And then it snowed. Oh, yeah, that's another thing we forgot to mention was the fact that uh, Big Show, before he fell off the roof, he set up a snow machine, but it uh, it was more like water vapor. Yeah, it was hot and dog they, water. And they, and, yeah, and they were like, why does it smell like hot dog water? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they forgot to tell you you're supposed to put distilled water in that thing. So the end of the, it, the, at the, end of the episode... <laughs> They're all the, up on the roof. The, the, well, he, well, the mom opens the door. It's snowing. And he goes, oh, hey, my uh, snow machine started working. Uh, they said it was going to be toxic, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. But then oh. they all go up on the on the, the roof to, to just sort of enjoy snow in Tampa and and everything. And, you know, they sort of call it a miracle. And Big Show's like, maybe I can walk again. And they have to try to stop him. Which, and they, which and if you, if you freeze, like, freeze frame, you know, the little... The little uh, uh, Christmas frame pops up. Merry Christmas from the Big Show show. And 
if you look at the way JJ's positioned, she's automatically dead. Yeah, because she stepped immediately in front of in front of in front of Big Show to try to stop him walking forward as he looked like he's about to pitch off the roof again. She's gonna end up looking like the mask when he fell out of the roof and slammed into the pavement and just went, "Look, mom, I'm roadkill." Ha ha ha! But it was a, but it was a fun it was a fun little episode. Um, a good episode to end on. Yeah. Now, how would you have felt if they ended it with just season one and didn't do the Christmas special? Would you would you have felt that 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 the way the season ended was good? Or yeah, I mean, because they sort of wrapped up the season with like he wanted to go back go back to wrestling, but w- then realized that he was missing out on his family that he, you know, the and they were sort of falling apart without him there. So that's you know sort of an explanation for why he retired. Of course, as we watched watch this this like they did have him come back for like one more match post WrestleMania. See the problem is I don't remember any of that a big show show. I really don't. And that, that makes me a little sad because mm-hmm. like I want this to do good. I wanted because I remember watching the commercial and laughing my ass off and then watching the show going See but that's the thing. A trailer for 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 something like that is always gonna show you the best best stuff. Or in the case of the uh, the last Fantastic Four movie, it's going to show you all the stuff that's not in the movie. Oh, so, you yeah. uh, was it t- uh, Titans? You know the people who want to destroy the TV show instantly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fuck Batman. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but I, you know the sh- the show was you know season one was basically just standard kit- sitcom fare. Like now, I, we even said that at the time, it was like basic '90s sitcom. So, Alright, so do you think that this would have done better if it was on, let's say, the old TGI Friday lineup from mm. back in the day? Like, if I don't decided, know. Like, if they decided, hey, we're going to bring the TGI Friday lineup back in, uh, what channel was it, ABC? I mean, there was one on one of those on, like, every channel. It's like, a, like well, ABC or whatever had TGI, TGI Friday and where TGI. It was, it was literally the TGI. And I think, like, NBC had theirs on Thursdays. Because that Thursday, because I, as I remember, that's when Friends and Seinfeld well, I'm talking about the one for um, that was actually on Friday, yeah. where it had like Sabrina the Teenage Witch family. Members. I don't know if I would have made it, made that one, made Big Show show the linchpin of the lineup, but I would have stuck it in like in between two stronger shows. Yeah, well, that's usually what they did because I remember there was there's one show that they did which I cannot remember for the life of me what the name of the show was. I just remember that one of the characters was a uh, an alien, and it was kind of like a Mork and Mindy type show. Uh, but like I said, I really just don't remember much. You're not talking about the Robin Williams one, are you? Huh? You're not talking about the Robin Williams alien show, are you? Morgan Mindy? Morgan Mindy, yeah, that? from back in like the 70s. Oh. So we had no, I think he's talking about a more recent more Well, recent like I said, it was it was on around the same time as like near like the ass end of like the, uh, what was it, Family Matters run when Family Matters got pushed to TGI Fridays. Like, this is when, uh, all the kids in the show actually grew up. Mm. Uh, and and also this brought was, in like a younger cast to sort of fill in some of the spaces on it, or what? No, no, no. Like, where, no, where they uh, like Urkel uh, was, you know, like uh, oh, it was when uh, right around the time that they went to Disney World in Florida, and he was uh, it wasn't uh, Stefan Urkel uh, because the two characters had like split because they decided to do a Star Trek transporter incident in one episode that split the two. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it was like right around that time, and it was also like right around the end of Full House's run, also. Hmm. You know, the more you talk, the more I wonder what goes on in your head. Because how the <laughs> hell do you have all this knowledge on this the stuff? The relic of knowledge. I, you sit there when you <laughs> I used to watch it all the time when, when it was on. When you're sitting there cooking, are you like sitting there with. 
hey, back when Steve Urkel was doing this, you know. No, 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 no I actually no. have coworkers who, all right, so I have a coworker <laughs> who's like 22 years old, right? I'm 35. He came up to me one day and actually asked me, hey, what was the very first video game that you ever played? And I immediately said Super Mario Brothers, which is true, the original Super the original, Mario Brothers. The original 8-bit, cl- uh, 8-bit classic. Yes. And then he actually asked me this question. You mean to tell me you didn't start with an Atari? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Here's the I'm thing. Like, Here's I, the thing. I looked at him. I was like, I'm not that old. <laughs> I am that old, but I did not start with an Atari, with an Atari 2600 or Commodore 64. Um, we had an Atari 800. <laughs> no, we literally did. It was it was like an old uh, it was an old like Atari computer. It was an Atari 800, and it was a hand me down, wasn't it? Yes, actually, my grandfather gave my grandfather gave it to me because he loved all the he loved computer stuff, um, and he you know he every time we'd go visit him, he'd always show off these like uh, programs that that he acquired somewhere that showed off like various. Because he loved math and, and stuff, but he had one that would draw pictures of, like, the Mandelbrot set. Right. You know, like, fractals and stuff. With, but all colorized, so you could, like, zoom in and see, the, and see the fractal patterns and everything. And it wasn't until, like, 25 years later, I suddenly was like, how did he ha- get a program like that? Back, bef- you know, back then, you know, when there was no internet. <laughs> you found a way. I, yeah, but it was, you know, yeah, and I was... looking for this program I got for you, son? I don't know, but it still impressed the hell out of me. But yeah, the Atari 800, you know, we had to... There were a bunch of, like, different cartridges of, like, various quote-unquote games. Some of them were, like, trivia stuff. There was one that was, like, a Rorschach test sort of thing it would literally draw random things and you at you would have to like select from a from like a b c or d what it was and it was like impossible to tell what it was because it was only a limited bank of things that it could be and and so you'd select i think it's a picture of the grand canyon no it was actually a picture of refried beans what (laughs) (laughs) but Um, mind you this is on like not even 8-bit graphics this is like old two-tone two-tone computer screen kind of thing you know, big ass cathode ray tube, you know, monitor. Oh god. Yeah, it was. I don't I, know what what uh, whatever happened I, to I it. Had, I had another coworker. This one's ten years younger than me. Uh, he came. He asked me one time. He he was just like, "Hey, so we're having a bit of a debate here, and I already know what you what you got the answer for this." I was like, "What is it?" And he goes, "So does Batman wear Kevlar?" And I said, "So the little symbol that he wears on his chest, that's." Kevlar. That's like the part where he wants people to actually shoot him because that's going to be like. What that's why it stands out in yellow. Yes, <laughs> yellow, or in the case of like the uh, Batman versus Superman Batman suit, where the symbol covers most of his chest. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's mostly Kevlar. Just like with Punisher. Well, I, I brought that up too. I said, yeah, the the Punisher symbol, uh, the original design for it was Kevlar. Like that was supposed to be the part where he wanted people to aim at. Hence the reason why it was all white. And why it took up his entire chest. Exactly. Uh, so, and I, and, I, and I said this, and he just looks at everybody and goes, you know, he does this all the time. It makes me look like a, and I feel like an idiot after <laughs> It's because they, because it's he cause keeps yelling at, he keeps people, like, he keeps coming to me for, like, comic book knowledge and stuff like that. Like, at one point in time, he asked me, he was like, it's Fantastic Four DC. And I'm like, no, it's Marvel. Yeah. It's just, you know, they come, they, they come to the, to the source of information, the relic of knowledge. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's usually like geeky trivia like that. It's just like they, they, I usually have to keep myself sharp because a lot of times I'm just like, I gotta, let me just double check on this real quick just to make sure I'm right. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, this is stuff that I literally go through way too often at work. <laughs> this is what happens when we poke the bear. <laughs> we, we didn't really poke the bear, but it's well, just. His wife made the mistake of asking me how many Gundam movies there were. <laughs> And I just sat back going, okay, sit back. Yeah, yeah. Zeke just sat I, back and was like, I legit, I, legit, I legit looked at him and I said, dude, it's like that scene off of Ant-Man and the Wasp where they gave the dude the truth serum and he <laughs> going off. And they're like, one of the guys the, was like, they gave dude, we list. just need this information from you. And his buddies were like, nah, nah, man. It's like putting a quarter in a jukebox. You got to let the whole record play. <laughs> <laughs> you, you only wanted the first five seconds, but you get the whole song. <laughs> yes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring us back now. Yeah, Pull it, pull it, pull us, pull us back, Zeke. So, question for you: If they decide to do another episode, I'll be fine with it. Not just that, if they decide to do another episode and like make a crossover, bring special guests in, who would you want for that guest? No matter what, they are a TV show, program, any person in the whole entire yeah, okay, world. Okay, if you want to do a crossover with another show or or, or, or another person, it doesn't have to be a crossover. Anybody or a super special guest cameo. Yes. Uh, I, I know would, who I'm gonna say, but let's have let's let Chris answer first. I would want the cast from Full House. Ooh, we're going cast version. Okay, I see that. Yeah, okay. like yeah. like they're like they're in on vacation in Florida. Uh, but again, like I, I don't know if whether or not they would find some way to get the Olsen twins to agree to it because I know that <laughs> because in this universe they can do that. Well, well, because I know no like have to where it's just like kind of like they're like. Yeah, sure. They kind of take place in the same universe, kind of like how Urkel was in a had a random ass cameo in an episode of Full House, or when Urkel crossed over into an episode of Step by Step. <laughs> yes, I remember uh, that I, one. I, I think I remember remember that vaguely. Um, kind of like that, where I guess they were trying to like, I don't know if they were trying to establish that all these show like these shows take place in the same universe. It wasn't so much that as so much as they wanted synergy, but you know. Sort of thing to boost ratings for their re- for their various shows. Well, see when see when when Urkel was in the one episode of uh, Full House. It's not like they advertised it because there were no like trailers or shit. Oh, okay. Like so it was like, just so it was a surprise game. It was it was literally just wait till the next episode showed up and then watch it and see what happens. You know whether it was a good episode or not. I guess that depends on what the Nielsen ratings were. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it was a random surprise cameo from him. Um, okay. But yeah, like, or now if we're talking about wrestlers, it could be anybody. Goldberg. Okay. Well, uh, on the subject of wrestlers, I even made this. I even made this joke while we were watching the watching the episode because, like, one of the clues involved the Great One, and of course, hockey sister was like, "That's Wayne Gretzky," and I'm my me being a wrestling fan, my brain went in a completely different direction. The Rock. Cause come on, how awesome would it would it have been if he'd had a cameo in this episode? So Just in there for like for like a cup for like one minute kind yep. of thing. Or like Big Show has a cookout in his backyard, just invites a whole bunch of old wrestling fa- uh, buddies. Yeah, you know, you know like, get Mick Foley and Mark Henry and Rikishi back in for a little cameo. Yeah, where he, where, where uh, you know you have an eating contest between uh, Big Show and Mark Henry. <laughs> as if Rikishi wouldn't get involved in that as well. Or. 
I could just picture that that whole thing literally like there's this big giant like brick grill that the big show has constructed in the backyard or something and it's just sort of like you know he's he's there being like the grill master sort of sort of thing that should be like throughout the season as you see him building it and that becomes and then, and then that's like, the like season, the season, season finale, finale is him is him having a cookout and you know he invites a whole bunch of, like all of his old wrestling buddies there you know you get like like what you said Mick Foley Mark the Henry, same guys that, that had cameos in season one yeah but you also get like extra ones also like maybe the Rock maybe well no see what I I just had had a thought about how you have the Rock cameo. Uh, happen just like towards the end of the episode like he finally shows up he's like sorry man i got you know me i'm busy all the time so where's the, where's the food at and then there's like well it's all gone now we had an eating contest he's like you're gonna have you're gonna make pancakes for me tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow morning because <laughs> we know that those the pancakes are like his trademark favorite food on his legendary cheat days yes we've seen those cheat days. <laughs> those pictures of him with just like this giant stack of pancakes in front of Fork and knife in hand, and just giving the camera a look like, yes, no, I am no, about no, to no, devour no, this. No, he needs to look at Big Show and say, well, I'm not leaving until I get something to eat. <laughs> it's like, and then Big Show just like, I got you. And then he just ho- brings out like one of those giant Bisquick, you know, <laughs> like pouring bottles. You know, when Rock just looks at it and goes, you're going to need more than that. <laughs> he goes, I got you. And then he just opens the fridge up and it's just all that. And then no, then Big Show just pulls out two more, <laughs> just. I say, like, fire I, up the griddle. <laughs> if I had to do mine, one if I not West, I have to go Tim Allen. Oh, okay. Question would be: Would it be Tim Allen from Home Improvement or Tim Allen from Santa Claus? No, no, not Santa Claus. Uh, Modern Family. No, he's no. not in Modern Family. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did Will and just have Errol? I don't watch the show. He has Errol. No, I've no, only see, seen one if episode. If he hasn't seen the show, then that's then that's okay, fair. See, fine. I've only seen one episode of the show that he's on right now, and that was the one where he's You're thinking of Ed O'Neill. He's yes. the one in Modern Family. No, uh, no, You're thinking of man, no, uh, no, Last, Last Man, man standing. standing. Last Man Standing, thank you. Which did apparently recently have a crossover. It hasn't happened yet. It's coming up. It's coming up. Okay. No, uh, that would be the only all episode Tim Talent and Tim Taylor meeting his character. Yeah, the only Man episode Standing. that I saw from Last Man Standing was the one where they brought in uh, what's her face who played his wife in Home Improvement. They did the whole reunion of the cast that time. No, they, they did. They, they, yeah, they, they had his son. They that had was his, it. No, they had his son and his wife in there. Yeah, that, those were the only two. Because they couldn't get. No, I'm, I'm thinking they had Alan there. No, they didn't. Are you sure? I'm positive because I because she was constantly talking about how. Uh, her husband was, you know, acting like he knew everything about tools, but he didn't. It would have been perfect if they got the guy who played Al to show up. <laughs> now, I know that the uh, the actor who played uh, their neighbor, unfortunately, passed away. Yeah, Wilson. Wilson, yeah. So they, had, so they got his neighbor in the show to essentially be like do Wilson. Do do the gag. He's yeah. a Heidi Ho good neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, but the fact they managed to get Jonathan Taylor Thomas in there was actually really cool. But Steve, what else is he doing right now? Well, <laughs> so, well, it's it's just that it's just that Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Tim Allen, like they, like Jonathan left Home Improvement because he wanted to go to college, and he ends up doing movies instead. Hmm. So Tim was a little peeved about that for quite some time. Yeah, but time time uh, wounds time, all, time wounds all heals. No wait, uh, heals all wounds. <laughs> <laughs> and then if I have to pick a wrestler to go on the show, I'll have to go Stone Cold. 
That would be kind of interesting. That would be kind of interesting. Like, every time he'd be still, like, act like Stone Cold, Big Show, Big, whoa, 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 whoa. Kids. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, where's the beer at? I don't have. I don't drink beer. No, at no, home. no. He has beer, but it's the one percent shit. <laughs> it's like I, I came all this way. I came all this way from Texas. I, I cut to come here and spend some time with you, and you give me light beer. <laughs> well, we got milk in the fridge. Hey, book. It's like my, I'm not. Um, I'm not Kurt Angle. <laughs> Damn it. And then Kurt shows up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just get get some more of the big names in there. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why it may have failed, unfortunately. Is that people were expecting more wrestler, wrestler appearances? Well, not just wrestler. I mean, look at the people you had. You have uh, a uh, guy who did Steve Urkel. Jerry Little White, yeah. And you have Big Show. I mean, they had some good big name talents in there. But, but really, the only two big name talents were Jim, Jaleel White and Big Show. So, let, all right. So, let me ask you the two of you this question: How would you feel the writing was done? It sort of comes back to the whole, you know, felt like a basic '90s sitcom. A lot of the writing, granted, I think that's what they were going for, but it just felt like they played it a little bit too safe, sort of. Like they could have, I don't know. I just it was it was decent, but that's. Basically, all I could say. Could have had the neighbor that was always bugging him. Yeah. I think, like, like, well, though that sort of was Jaleel White's character sort of thing. It wasn't so much that he was always bothering him; it's like he always sort of showed up. The funny thing is that he was supposed to be a one-time character, and it's Jaleel White. You know, he's just—he's too good to like not use more more frequently than just one scene. I I think that it was just them throwing things on a wall to see what would stick. Unfortunately, like, yeah, they, they want. They wanted to do something. They wanted to make a uh, show. But like, hey, we're going to see what sticks with the audience first and go from there. And nothing really stuck enough for well, it to See, work. now it also raises the question of how much of it was Big Show's idea. That's another fair point. It could have just been that he was like, I want to try to do a, do a, do a, sh- a TV show. And the only people that would give him the time of day were Netflix. And they are like, well, we'll do a family sitcom thing starring you. As yourself, you know. Well, they did do a crossover with the Netflix stuff because apparently the big show was in an episode of Mr. The Gabriel, Mr. Iglesias, Iglesias. <laughs> which I think we need to add to the binge also <laughs> just to have that. Just uh, that one episode, though. No apparently, no. If you go on Netflix, it's actually a crossover. It's a four-part crossover where all the characters from all the, sh- the TV shows they have mixed in for some random reason. Okay, then I didn't know that. Because wait, really, right. I found out that about the crossover because I'm like, like. Universal crossover, I think is what they call it. And you look on there, it's the Big Show show, Mr. Glacius, and some other show they have going on. Huh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now I remember. Because I, I, well, it was supposed to be like other like Netflix TV it's like, If we'd known about that sooner, we might have just turned this into like a longer, proper binge instead. But, you know, maybe. Well, we all came for Christmas. <clears throat> yes. And we will end this on one Christmas thing. Because I have to ask. We've all been around here for quite a few times. What's the one thing you remember about, memorize about Christmas? Mm-hmm. That makes your Christmas. That, that's your Christmas that makes it stuck in your brain. It's always just been spending time, spending time with uh, family and, you know, eventually playing some board game or something. Just whoever is available that's not busy uh, cooking will gather in one room and we'll play a board game of some kind. Usually it tends to be like categories or something. It's just one of those things that we that we usually end up playing. And I mean that's to me what Chris what Christmas has always been spending time spending time with my family, which is why one reason why this year really really sucks because 
uh, with COVID going around and us wanting to play it safe, especially because my mom is uh, at risk, we're basically only get, getting together long enough to exchange gifts, and then everybody's going home. So it's not going to be not going to be a real real Christmas kind of thing. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Yes, I go last. Um, so for me, I. Uh, like what you said, spending time with family, but for me, when I was growing up, and we haven't done this since, like, Christmas of, like, 2000, I think, uh, we would go to one of two of my aunt's houses. It would either be my aunt Kathy's house or my aunt Linda's house. And um, my aunt Linda's house, which was bigger, uh, let's say if I wanted to take a break from the party, uh, I knew that I could go downstairs into her basement because she had it set up where there was like a TV, a lazy boy, chair, VCR, shows you how far back this goes, and a selection of tapes because my aunt worked for Fox Home Video at one point in time. So she had a great way to get the hookup in terms of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there was one time where um, we had watched at school uh, for Christmas, uh, where my, my math teacher, uh, instead of having us do, you know, the usual, like, school shit, uh, she let us pick something to watch, and one of the things was, uh, it was like the first Simpsons Christmas special on VHS, so I went and popped... where they get Santa's little helper? Yes. Ah. Uh, I went and popped that in. Now, the other thing to watch, which was not a Christmas movie, was Princess Bride. I had never seen the movie before. I thought I looked at it and I judged it and thought, "Oh, this isn't a movie I would get into." I didn't, even look to see, I didn't even look to see who was in it, what it was about. Nothing. This is before IMDb, Wikipedia, all that shit. Before you had your little touch cell phones and shit like that. None this that is what shit. we call word of mouth back in the day. Yep. So, uh, none of that crap existed at that point in time. I popped in the the, uh, the Simpsons special, not even asking who else wanted to watch it. I just went, bah, put it right in the VCR and sat down. And then, at some point in time, uh, for whatever reason, everybody was just like, no, nah, who wants to watch Princess Bride? And these are like kids that you would not expect to hear that from. And I'm like, well, my day's ruined. So you put it in. So they went and put it <laughs> in, and then we're watching it. We don't even finish it. And then I'm like, wait. I need to finish watching this movie now. <laughs> he became the kid in the he bed. Became, he became Fred Savage. <laughs> so, so we, so you my, literally were Fred Savage. Essentially, yeah. So, fast forward to Christmas at my aunt, at my aunt Linda's house. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at all the VHS tapes. She had Princess Bride, and I sat there and just watched the entire movie. At one point in time. She came downstairs and was just like, hey, your parents are about ready to leave, and I'm not done with the movie. And I said, I'm not done with the movie. And she goes, oh, you can take and keep it. I was like, <laughs> really? She goes, yeah, go right ahead. Cool aunt right there. So I went, well, she also hooked me up with a lot of the old James Bond movies, too. There you go. So <laughs> so I took that with me, and I'm sitting with it. In my, I remember I had it with me in my hand. And I think my mom looked at me and was just like, are you borrowing that? And she goes, she said I could have it. There so, you go. So I ended up keeping it, and then at, and then so like one of my Christmas memories is being able to finally, 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 finally watching, sit down and watch and, and watching Princess Bride for the first time and absolutely <laughs> loving it. Now, granted, yeah, I could def, I could say yeah, like all like uh, uh, 
gifts I used to get or whatever, but no, that was the one that stuck out to me the most. It's yeah. Because my aunt gave me a copy, her copy of Princess Bride. Probably because she knew she could just get a new one. Yeah. She was the one who worked at Fox Home Video or, or had the hookup for she, Fox. Well, she used to, well, yeah, she essentially still had, she still had her connections to Fox Home Video at the time. Now, not so much because I'm pretty sure all of her hookups are either dead or retired. Or been absorbed into other companies that are just all like, no, probably. <laughs> so, or yeah. whatever, yeah. So, Zeke, it's your turn. I'm going to be the, the unfamily one. Cause, well, family is nice. I enjoy my peace and quiet once in a while. Yeah. So, I, my thing is the Disney plays. I love going on, watching the plays. They're usually on ABC. They, they, well, of course they, it can be on ABC. Yeah. Disney, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and you sit there and you're watching Disney plays, and it always makes me smile because it always gives me that hope for the next year. You push you through, and you're like, I want to go there. I want to be that kid still. I want to grow up and be happy and be like the people that we see on the TV. You are the you are the one in that in our in our household who is the one who is sort of most in touch with his inner child. I would say. I mean, I did put the Christmas lights up with Disney Mickey Mouse lights. So yeah, I'm I did. But I mean, that way they're I'm, watching. Yeah, and, I'm, and I say and I say that with great respect for you that you managed to maintain that that core. Don't ask me how. I don't know how. Yeah, you know, and I'm just grateful that <laughs> retail hell has not scoured that. Scoured that. In out. other words, he's glad you're not like Grinch, or yes. not not Grinch, but Scrooge. Not yet. The Christmas music will get me there eventually. Oh yeah, God yes, I yeah I did, I did my time in retail, having how, listened how, to the same how, songs. How often the, did they play the Mariah Carey song? Actually, it's not Mariah Carey. I can deal with Mariah Carey. It's your mean one, Mister Grinch. Grinch. I'm like God. There's that one, and there's one that really sounds like a lullaby set a song. It sounds like it's uh, like it begins like He's like, why are you trying to put me to sleep? Sit there, sit there trying to like stir someone's paint or put someone's paint in the mixer or whatever. You you start falling. It's like, but the Disney way falling. That's not a proper snore. Get me gone now. We're not because I will blow out the audio. We don't want death in the kids. The Disney play followed up by di- uh, Christmas movies. I consider Christmas movies. One of them being Die Hard. Die Hard is ba- a Christmas movie. Don't at me. <laughs> Batman 2, because I always say Batman 2 is a Christmas movie. Because it, it, it takes place during Christmas. And then The Muppets Christmas Kill. There's one that I have to yep. add to my yep. list. And I got to find it. I know there's a Christmas Kill that has uh, Patrick Stewart in it. I know the one. Now, yeah. that one I remember seeing once. I can never find the bloody thing when I want Christmas time, though. Yeah, and for other Christmas movies oh, and stuff. He's bringing, out his, he's bringing out his library of books. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm um, trying to see if but, but when uh But when it comes to Christmas movies, you know, sure, it's overplayed now because, you know, they just play it 24 hours on Christmas Day. But Christmas Story, you know, it's like, well... Put it on, put it on in the background, some, some while we're opening gifts or something. But it's like everybody in the, everybody in my family has seen it multiple times, so we don't really need to watch it. But we'll have it on in the background. You want to hear something funny? What? I've never seen it. Huh? Wait, you've never seen what a Christmas seen? Story? Which one? You'll shoot your eye out. Oh, that movie. Never mind. <laughs> I have never seen it. I know all the hype behind it. I know it's like. <laughs> This is one of those, it's a Christmas movie, it's a true Christmas movie, I'm like, I'm good. I mean, one day I'll watch it with someone, one day. Yeah, you know, 
all you have to do is turn on like TNT on it's like Christmas. Hocus Pocus on, Christmas. on Halloween. TNT or TBS on Christmas Day. They they literally will play it just like twelve times straight straight in a row. Yeah. But hey, I didn't mind so much last year because some other cable channel had Die Hard playing for twenty four hours, <laughs> <laughs> and they and they had um, and they had fucking um, they had uh, Al. You know the 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 I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, you know the the, the black cop. From Die Hard. From Family Matters. Fam- for Family Matters. I can't I remember. Original Bill Johnson. Yes. They they had him, like, hosting it. So, that he really? was like, yeah, during commercial during commercial breaks, you know, he would pop up and, you know, it's just sort of like his way of, you know, and he he basically said, yes, it is a Christmas movie. And I'm just like, there you go. That's enough for me. I don't care if, I don't care if Bruce Willis says okay, it's not so a Christmas movie. It's but, funny because they have, on Voodoo, they have this, uh, like, a selection of, the Christmas Carol movies like Mickey's Christmas Carol, Flintstone, Barbie, Muppet, Mr. Magoo's, uh, the Jim Carrey one, the FX one, Smurfs. They have the one from 1938 on here. Jeez. But they don't have the Patrick Stewart one? No, they have, like I said, they have the Jim Carrey one. <laughs> Told you, can't find that fucking thing. <laughs> have, I could have sworn it was on here. Maybe I was mistaking the, uh, which one is it? The, uh, the 1984 one for it. At any rate, uh, we've been going for almost an hour at this point. So We have one more thing to say. What's that? From our family to yours, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and have a happy new year. Yes. And make sure when 2021 hits, yell Jumanji. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so, on, yes, on behalf of all of us here at the at the Bored to Death binge, binge cast, even for those of us that... Those of us that didn't join us for this particular uh, recording, for Chris and Zeke and Sam and everyone else, have a ve- have a very happy holiday. Have a very happy New Year, and you know blessings and er- and good good cheer f- for everyone. And we'll see you next year with our next binge. While the binge is happening, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a like and subscribe and spread the word. You can reach us on social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio podcast family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, the Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC radio on Patreon. And now... The binge is done, so let's get to the discussion.